Hello, and thank you for stopping by again for another Animal Tales podcast. This is the place to find a world full of wonderful animal stories, written especially for you, with new stories three times a week. We've got another dinosaur story for you this time, a Compsognathus. Don't forget that you can find out more about this little dinosaur in our Animal Fact after the story. Settle back, relax, and I'll begin. Big Little Dinosaur 150 million years ago, there lived a dinosaur. He wasn't an enormous long-necked dinosaur like Diplodocus, or a great big terrible meat-eater like Allosaurus. In truth, those two dinosaurs would barely even notice him running between their legs, because this little dinosaur was no bigger than a chicken. He was a Compsognathus, or, as his mum liked to call themselves, Compies. Colin, she would say to her son, be a big brave Compy and go out and catch us a big dragonfly for our lunch. Or sometimes she would say, Colin, now you're so grown up, will you keep a lookout for predators while I tend to your baby brothers and sisters? Colin, being a good Compy, was always happy to help. He so enjoyed putting a smile on his mum's face. One day, though, when Colin awoke, he found his mum feeling very sick. She was so poorly that she barely had the strength to raise her head from her bed of moss. Colin, she said quietly, your brothers and sisters are growing fast, but it's too dangerous for them to go out into the world by themselves. I cannot feed them at all today so you'll have to do it for me. Colin looked at his ill mum, and his heart was filled with love. Of course, mum, he said. I'm a big dinosaur now. I can do that. And so off he went in search of breakfast for his family. Colin knew, as all compies did, that if he could pull the bark from an old rotting tree, or roll aside a rotting log, he would find all sorts of big fat juicy insects beneath. So, when he came across such a rotting log, he was very pleased indeed. This will do, he said, pleased with himself. But no sooner had he placed a clawed hand on the old bark than a shrill cry sounded from a hole in the log. A dinosaur! A great big dinosaur! Surely he will eat us all up! yelled the voice. Colin peered into the hole and saw a pair of little lizards inside, cowering with fear. Hello, Colin said. Don't eat us, wailed the lizards. I'm not going to eat you, said Colin quietly. I'm just looking for nice juicy bugs to take back to my brothers and sisters. I thought I'd try looking behind the bark of this old tree. We tried getting that bark off said the first lizard, but it's too difficult for the likes of us. We're just too little. But you're a great big dinosaur, said the second lizard. You might have more luck. I'll give it a try, said Colin with a smile. Using his claws and his teeth, he pulled at the brittle bark until, with a crack, a large piece fell away to reveal a swarming pile of orange millipedes. Come along, little lizards, said Colin. Come and join the feast. 
he plucked up several into his jaws as the lizards pounced from their hidey-hole. "'You might be a great big dinosaur,' said the first lizard, "'but you're a kind one too.' And they waved Colin off as he headed back to feed his little brothers and sisters. The orange millipedes weren't enough to feed his family's tummies, so once again Colin headed off in search of more bugs. He knew, as all compies did, that if he could flip over a large stone, he would find all sorts of big, fat, juicy insects beneath. So when he came across several such stones down near a stream, he was very pleased indeed. This will do, he said, happy with his find. But no sooner had he pushed his nose beneath the first stone than a sharp wailing emerged from beneath a fern. A dinosaur! A great big dinosaur! Surely he will eat us all up! yelled the voice. Colin peered under the sprawling fern and saw three small frogs there, cowering with fear. Hello, said Colin. Don't eat us, wailed the frogs. I'm not going to eat you, said Colin quietly. I'm just looking for nice juicy bugs to take back to my brothers and sisters. I thought I'd try looking beneath these flat stones. We tried to lift those stones, said the first frog, but it's too difficult for the likes of us. We're just too little. But you're a great big dinosaur, said the second frog. You might be able to do it. I'll give it a try, said Colin with a smile. Using his nose, he pushed it beneath the stone and lifted until, with a thud, the stone toppled backwards to reveal a squirming pile of green beetles. Come along, small frogs, said Colin. Come and join the feast. He plucked up several into his jaws as the frogs leapt out from under the fern. You might be a great big dinosaur, said the third frog, but you're a kind one too. And they waved Colin off as he headed back to feed his little brothers and sisters. The green beetles weren't enough to feed his family's tummies, so once again Colin headed off in search of more bugs. He knew, as all compies did, that if he could dig into the soil, he would find all sorts of big fat juicy insects beneath. So, when he found a nice soft piece of ground, he was very pleased with himself. This will do, he said, satisfied with the spot. But no sooner had he reached out with his clawed feet than a sad whimpering rose from beneath the roots of a tree. A dinosaur! A great big dinosaur! Surely he will eat us all up, yelled the voice. Colin peered under the roots and saw four tiny mammals there, cowering with fear. Hello, said Colin. Don't eat us, wailed the mammals. I'm not going to eat you, said Colin quietly. I'm just looking for nice juicy bugs to take back to my brothers and sisters. I thought I'd try digging through this soil. We tried to dig there, said the first mammal, but it's too difficult for the likes of us. We're just too little. But you're a great big dinosaur, said the second mammal. You might be able to do it. I'll give it a try, 
said Colin with a smile. Using his clawed feet, he began scraping at the ground until, with a cry of triumph, he revealed a wriggly pile of purple worms. Come along, tiny mammals, said Colin. Come and join the feast. He plucked up several into his jaws as the mammals raced out from under the roots. You might be a great big dinosaur, said the third mammal, but you're a kind one too. And they waved Colin off as he headed back to feed his little brothers and sisters. The purple worms weren't enough to feed his family's tummies, so once again Colin headed off in search of more bugs. He knew, as all compies did, that if he searched near water, he would find all sorts of big, fat, juicy insects flying around. So when he found a wide, calm pond, he was very pleased indeed. This will do, he said with a broad grin. But no sooner had he reached the water's edge when a great big foot thumped down behind him. A dinosaur! A great big dinosaur! Surely he will eat me up! yelled Colin. Colin peered up into the big snarling face of a Tovasaurus and he cowered with fear. Hello, said the Tovasaurus with a big wicked smile. Don't eat me! wailed Colin. Oh, I'm going to eat you all right, said the Tovasaurus. You're a bit small and puny, but you'll make the perfect bite-sized snack. But what about my brothers and sisters, said Colin. They'll go hungry without me. Maybe I'll go and snack on them too, chuckled the big dinosaur. Even though he was afraid, Colin was still ready to protect his family. I'd like to see you try, Colin said bravely and he did his best to make himself look as big as possible by fluffing up his little feathery body. Ha <laughs> ha! laughed the Tovasaurus. How are you going to stop me? You're only a little dinosaur. No, he's not! shouted a shrill, tiny voice. Charge! sounded another. To the rescue! shouted another still. From out of the undergrowth poured a swarm of tiny animals. Lizards, frogs and mammals raced up the enormous dinosaur's legs and across his body. What? What's going on? said the Tovasaurus, sounding worried. What are you all doing? This! squeaked a mammal, and as one they all began to tickle. Ah! Stop it! <laughs> I can't stand it! No! <laughs> Leave me alone! pleaded the Tovasaurus as he wriggled and squirmed. But the tiny animals didn't let up. No more! No more! roared the Tovasaurus. Seeing that the big dinosaur was beaten, the little creatures stopped and ran to the ground. The Tovasaurus couldn't get away fast enough pounding away through the trees to put as much distance between himself and the tiny ticklers as possible. Thank you, said Colin gratefully. That was very kind of you. We're happy to help someone who was happy to help us, said a frog. He may have been a great big dinosaur, said a mammal, but he wasn't kind like you. 
Over the coming days, Colin worked together with his new friends to find juicy bugs. He would help reveal them, and his friends would help carry them to his brothers and sisters, not to mention eating their own share too. By the time Colin's mum was feeling better, Colin had ensured his family had stayed fed and healthy for nearly a whole week. I'm very proud of you, said his mum. You've done a marvellous job. You really are a big dinosaur now. Not that big, smiled Colin proudly, but perhaps big enough. Animal fact. We usually think of dinosaurs as large creatures, but Compsognathus was somewhere between a chicken and a turkey. Skinny and strong, Compsognathus would have been a speedy sprinter as it hunted far beneath the eyes of other dinosaurs. We now know that many theropod dinosaurs, theropod being the word we give to the two-legged meat-eaters, had feathers or feather-like structures, so it was quite likely that Compsognathus did too. We've only ever found two Compsognathus fossils, and the first one was found so long ago, over 160 years ago, that nobody actually knows exactly where. That makes it difficult for us to go looking for more. We hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you all join us next time for another great animal tale. And if you'd like to suggest an animal for a story, please do so at podcast at animaltales.uk. Goodbye.